This short is brought to you by Lens Protocol. Let's talk more about your your recent drop, specifically the Rihanna drop, because that was perfectly timed in light with the Super Bowl. Yeah. I loved the execution of it um, leading up to the event. It was it was really cool to see and shocked a lot of people to kind of like come out with that project at that time. So prop, props to you guys. Can you walk me through like how did that happen? How did you like manage to pull that off specifically in timing for the Super Bowl? And just that entire story. Yeah. I mean, the story is, is quite simple. So we, we work with this network of people who sit on good music. And I was in LA uh, last year and I, I met uh, Deputy, which is the producer for this track. So he's done a lot of great tracks um, and he did bit put out of money and he has YouTube videos on how he produced it. So he's a real superstar producer. So we basically told him about the concept. We'd done a drop with one of his friends before. Uh, we knew people in his network and we were, you know, discussing our platform and saying, you know, this is a really good way for, for you to get more visibility as a, as a producer, to tell people in the world that, you know, you created this, um, that it's a great, you know, from a financial aspect, you know, this is likely to be traded a lot. You're going to get cut back on every trade. Um, and, you know, if we find at the price where you're comfortable and that makes sense for the buyer, like this is something we should definitely do. And. You know, he got hooked and we, we started working on it. Uh, it was mainly my, my team, my music team that was working on hashing out uh, all of the details. But yeah, then we started planning on, you know, what's a good timing for this. Um, obviously the Super Bowl was coming up and, and then we did the drop and we definitely like underestimated the impact it would have. We just did 300 editions, you know, 300 other things of this. So in our, you know, we're sitting here in Stockholm and we're like, yeah, it's good timing. You know, maybe we'll sell out quicker, uh, quicker than expected. No, that was basically the expectation levels. Uh, but then, yeah, it went completely viral, like a bit too viral in my opinion, because, uh, yeah, we got just so, so, so much attention. Like it ended up on CNN after a while. And I think one of the great things about that attention is that it brought a lot of eyes to our type of NFC. So you got people from law.com, like analyzing our, our, analyzing mm. uh, <laughs> our, our, our contracts that are tied to the token. Like how can you actually do this? You get people saying it's a perfect application for, for, you know, this app for, for NFTs. You got others criticizing, like it's really good to start a discussion. You get, you know, all of that. And um, you saw buyers told of all of our other tokens too. Yeah. 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 So it, it was, it was super good all in all. Uh, like what I didn't like so much is like when, when a media hype starts, uh, like we were, su- we're really proud that it's that kitty who does the drop and he great song. He's selling with Sarah's right. But when the media cycle goes, it goes, you know, deputy is selling with Fadama Mali by Rihanna. The next one says something. And when it was on CNN, it said like Rihanna sells NFTs, which, you know, <laughs> wasn't at all press release. What we mm. did it. And so, yeah, that I would say that's the only like negative factor of that. Uh, so, so when you saw, when you got news that OpenSea halted trading on the NFTs, like what were your first thoughts? My first thoughts, thoughts was like, this, this got too big, you know, cause I think we had like crazy amounts. Like we were at one point, I think we were the most traded over the last 24 hours or something like all projects. Uh, so my first thought was like, this, this is being traded way too much because the secondary price was also going through the roof, which doesn't really make sense with our whole, you know royalties, expectations, and all of that, you know, when you buy it at that high price. Um, so, yeah, I mean, when we saw that it was going 
viral fever on OpenC, we were like, okay, what is going on here? And when they halted it, we of course started thinking, you know, what's what's going on here? And we didn't really get a straight answer to why. Um, because it was also during the simple. So a lot of people were on holidays. Yeah. And we have this issue, which not a lot of other NFT products have, that we release new collections like every single month. So we have been pretty much in good contact with OpenSea, trying to understand, like, get our collections verified, not for that to be like any scam collections out there. So, but it just got escalated. And we're still like, we, I think a lot of NFT products get a little bit stuck in this kind of marketplace. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think your model is very unique in which you don't go to the artists themselves to try to fractionalize a percentage of their shares. You go to the writers, the producers, and then you try to bring those people to kind of like bring light to music NFTs on your platform through their share, right? And the second an artist like Rihanna comes into the picture who has so many eyeballs on her, specifically right before the biggest event, entertainment event in the world kicks off, you know, and just so happens to open with that song as well for the yeah. halftime performance, which is even crazier. Yeah. The media starts twisting. Oh, Rihanna started selling NFTs and then the narrative gets convoluted. And then exactly, I see why it would get taken down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe that is why. I mean, we we don't we haven't really gotten the answer. Yeah, I got the answer. Like, the narrative got got twisted. We're happy that it got a lot of attention, but we want the attention to go to deputy because he's the one who's doing this, that, and that, which is awesome. But what I would say there is that, like, we do work with producers and songwriters. Uh, we've done it quite quite a lot, and we have more in the pipeline coming. But we also work with directly with labels. We also like our first drop was directly with Rehab and Layback Luke. So got try it. to mix it up, artist, produce like. For us, it's all about like all of these people are part of creating this. So, you know, no matter who they are, if they're the main artist or not, good track, we want to give them a platform to to share it. And just to add, like, we're still listed on OpenSea and then hopefully we'll we'll get the conversation going and try to understand this together. But I think like we all need revelatory clarification of what's okay and what's not. What's up, guys? Thank you for listening. If you've gotten this far, then you are a champ, and I owe you a free listener pin. Go to adamlevy.io forward slash NFT, fill in your info, and I'll distribute the NFT towards the end of the season. By collecting your pin, you prove your contribution to the season and get exclusive access to content, allow lists, and more. So be sure to collect yours. Also, please make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. This helps me out so much. And finally, hit me up on Twitter at LevyChain. I want to hear what you're building, the latest crowdfund you're trying to complete, or if you simply want to chat. I love talking about where crypto meets the creator economy, and it's no different if it's coming from you directly. So thanks again for your support. It means the world, and I'll see you on the next episode.